I'm Robbie McDonald. And I'm Jordan Lee. We're two writers who've been friends for 15 years. Recently, we both discovered we have the shared experience of figuring out we have ADHD in midlife. Holy Shit, I Have ADHD is a platform for adults discovering their neurodivergence, as well as a way to spread awareness of ADHD. This is a podcast about ADHD, hosted by two people with ADHD. While each episode has a general theme, our meandering trains of thought mean we often cover several other themes in the process. We are not experts, simply two people sharing their experiences of discovering their ADHD in midlife. If you suspect you or someone you know may have ADHD, speaking to a medical professional should be part of your discovery journey. Lovely to see you. I love your your like booky background and you look so pro. Thank you. Yeah, you know, it's starting to kind of get, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm starting to kind of settle in, I guess, uh, get things organized for how I like... Uh, to use my space. I went and mm. bought, um, I think a dozen, uh, like 80 liter flip top clear plastic containers yesterday, uh, to organize all my inventory and stuff because, um, well, that was something that, uh, you know, I've definitely seen before read in books. And I think maybe dusty mentioned it too, during that, um, uh, course that I took with her was, uh, if you, if, if you can't see it, it just doesn't exist. And mm-hmm. so this is a way for me to save myself, a lot of time um, because so that I know basically where the thing is before I start opening tubs up to find inventory when I've got an order coming in or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so just kind of like, yeah, I bought that. I bought uh, some of those like, you know, those foam jigsaw puzzle mat things because uh, I've got my standing desk set up for my work desk. So uh-huh. um, yeah, so it's like kind of like a chef mat, but uh, they're basically these interlocking tiles. So conceivably you could do a whole floor in them or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so I got a couple of those. So, uh, my, my heels are feeling much less sore now, uh, when I'm using my standing desk and nice. yeah, had, uh, had a very, uh, boisterous Christmas. Um, boisterous. yeah, there was, there was a lot of people, uh, big, big family, um, five mm-hmm. kids and a, and a dog that's, uh, geez, 120 pounds or something. I think they said, so it was, uh, it was a big crew. Um, very exciting. <laughs> Wow. Um, quiet. Yeah. I mean, we, um, went to see my mom, Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, kind of did the socially distanced thing just to be on the safe side. And uh, my brother and sister-in-law were there. So there were six of us. It was intimate, quiet, chill, um, way too much food. (laughs) We decided to do brunch and I was like, mom, I'm bringing things. And she's like, that's okay. And then of course we get there and like it's so classic because my mom is pretty sure she has ADHD too, mm-hmm. and so she panics and like over prepares, even though I tell her repeatedly it's not necessary. Yeah, and even though I've said we don't really eat much meat, like I'll have maybe a bit of turkey at Thanksgiving, and I kind of like having a tortilla at Christmas. It's just something I enjoy, but the rest of the year not so much. So I was like, we're bringing a tortilla, and um. Uh, I'll get to the other part in a second because I'm going to go. But anyway, so I get there, we get there and they're like, who would like the meat tray? And I'm like, mom, I'm okay without the meat trays, like sausage and bacon, just like this protein extravaganza. And I'm like, <laughs> neither of us have this. So that's cool. Right. And she just like, it was just, it was cute. Um, but what was really lovely is that this is actually the one time in my recent memory that Facebook has actually been a good thing and mm. that. My mom's cousin, because she's still pretty active, my mother on Facebook, my mom's cousin still had a written copy of my 
um, grandmother's shortbread recipe. Oh, wow. And, nice. And that's something that was kind of a Christmas tradition right up until the time that she passed and she made like the best shortbread, right? So she shared that with my mom over Facebook. And then my mom texted it to me, which felt like a real achievement. Yeah. Um, so I spent Christmas Eve kind of like making it and everything and then didn't sleep because I was so anxious about everything not turning out exactly the way I wanted. <laughs> and so I got three hours sleep, got up early to bake the cookies and then decided at first bite that they sucked. Aww. I was like, this, is, this isn't right. Something's wrong. I put too much flour. I don't know what I've done. Baking is so specific. Maybe I was off by like half a teaspoon of something. I don't even know what, right? So I'm like in tears, like all upset. And then I'm like, okay, so maybe I'll try another batch and cut them a bit thinner. And I did that and they were kind of okay. And, uh, you know, I texted my mom, of course, like the <laughs> cookies are a bust. Everything's fucked. I don't even know if we should come. Like I was like basically having a crisis over these cookies. Yeah. That I didn't even know I was going to be able to make two days beforehand. And then <laughs> um, I decided to salvage some and I bake them or I put them, you know, in like the glass dish or whatever. And we get out to my mom's and like, we're not even in the door five minutes. I'm like, mom, I'm pretty sure they didn't work out. She takes a bite. She's like, they're perfect. <laughs> nice. And I'm like, I spent the morning crying. <laughs> It's just like they're like so good, and I'm like, oh my god, like that's just. And as well as said the same thing is like, I had actually decided because they were half an hour late that my family didn't want me anymore, and they didn't love me. And he, and he was like, babe, <laughs> like this is the story of my life. If somebody's late, that's it. They hate my guts. Yep. Well, my mom was in town this year too, so we got to do a little bit of our uh, Christmas baking. Um, there's not really mm. anything. Uh, my mom doesn't really do too much of that kind of stuff anymore. But one thing that we've uh, made every year that we've been together um, has been caramel corn. We make like a big batch mm. in a in a roasting pan. Um, just yeah, make like homemade caramel sauce and pop some popcorn, and it's so freaking good. I don't generally oh. like caramel corn i don't i think the commercial stuff is too sweet but this is like well this is still you know very sweet but it's it's really good so yeah oh my goodness yeah that does sound quite kind of delicious my sister-in-law makes like this incredible almond roca mm. um that is really like she's kind of known for that so we got a little bag of that to take home and i ate it all on boxing day i just realized <laughs> something um most of our listeners are americans uh they probably don't know what a tortier is oh a tortier is is is, I would say, is traditionally a French Canadian Christmas yep. tradition, um, and it's basically it's a pie, but it's there's variations on it, but it's usually made, the base is usually pork. Some some people put a little bit of lamb in there, and there's just all these amazing seasonings in it, like clove and cinnamon, and it just smells incredible when you bake it in the oven. I don't know if I can even think of an American equivalent. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be like a mince pie or something uh, yeah. for like English food. Um, but yeah, with with different kinds of meats and much, much more exciting spice blend, in my opinion. So it's good <laughs> if you got the chance to try one. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's so dang good. Like, like I said, I would, like meat most of the time is no, thank you. But that is one thing I just <laughs> I can't say no to at Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I don't make it. I buy it from like a Vancouver company that makes them. And dang. Nice. So good. But yeah, it's been it's been a lot of eating this year. Yep, me too. Yeah. Um, I got a little <laughs> bit of turkey in the fridge left over still. That's another thing that um, my mom actually did a turkey this year, which she hasn't done in forever uh, because, you mm. know, um, we never had like uh, a big family in Calgary to bring over or whatever. So it would always just be way too much food. So we just do like one of those turkey rolls or whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, but we had 
like yeah a bunch of people this year so um so we got the real deal which was kind of cool nice. um yeah but uh yeah so december 28th here we're just a few days away we're in 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 the tail end of 2021 here have you ever seen that uh that year progress bar twitter account no so it's basically just like it tweets once a day with a progress bar showing how many days you are into 20 into this year uh, translated into a percentage and yeah i didn't realize like it 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 was like december well it wasn't even december i think and it already hit the 90 percent mark or something and i was just like fuck and now (laughs) we we would be on that like 99 cusp or whatever i gotta go look at it (laughs) oh man yeah i've been i managed to successfully log off twitter uh like a week ago nice um and i've been doing really good and then today i had a panic about not being able to log back in (laughs) <laughs> which doesn't make any sense like i don't need it like there's nothing pressing happening and yet i still i just like i spent five minutes going wait wait i'm locked out i can't get in because i couldn't remember what my user id was and that's <laughs> what i set in as my login and then so i spent five minutes doing that and then i logged in and went yikes and then i got back out but, <laughs> so i mean i think i did pretty i'm doing pretty good because usually i'll just kind of like because i've also taken the apps off my phone um i did that with instagram as well just so the temptation wouldn't be there um, and I also did get a new phone, so, mm. uh, yeah, yikes, I'm in trouble. I mean, in a good way, like the, I got the, um, the 13 mini cause mm-hmm. I could, I got a real deal through my, um, phone company. Um, like I can basically pay it off over time, no interest, sure. nothing down, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's trippy. Like the camera on it, it's got this wide angle thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa, that banana looks really significant. <laughs> like when you take a picture of a banana like that, it's like, wow, that looks really trippy. Um, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been kind of nice to sort of play around with that. And yeah, it has been pretty mellow. I mean, you guys are getting it in Calgary too, but it's the coldest I've ever experienced in Vancouver and the first snowy Christmas I've ever experienced. Oh, here. wow. Um, we've had snow in January, February before, like two years ago and a little bit last year, but like full on like Christmas, like Canada Christmas. It's the first time I call the <laughs> trees are like blanketed in snow. And I'm like, this is so surreal and beautiful, <clears throat> but deeply confusing. Mm. Um, and yeah, the hummingbird was just here. Um, and I, I think I'm going to put like a little leg warmer or something. Cause I've been bringing in their water at night cause it's frozen solid. Yeah. Like my minus 10 is not usual for here, but you guys, I hear I've been getting like the minus 40 again. Yeah. It's been, it's been minus 30, uh, nine or something up in Edmonton down here. It's a little bit more mellow. I feel like it's been the coldest it's been, has been closer to like minus 29, 30. Um, yeah. But it's still, yeah, it's it's been it's been yeah around minus twenty minus twenty five. I feel like all week. Um, mm. I actually got uh, I got an invite today to go out and um, record some vocals for a friend's album. Uh, I got a couple of friends who were in town over Christmas and they're uh, mm. doing a record while they're in town. So, but I was just like, uh, let let's do it on the first when it thaws because it's still like minus thirty for the next three days, and I just I just don't want to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> And and that's why is because you can literally die, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or something will fall off. Like limb will just like freeze and go black and fall off. Like that's yeah. I remember those days well in Calgary. It's just like oh sorry, I can't see you ever. I'm just gonna like <laughs> just gonna burrow under the sheets and not be seen for the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Fine, read a lot of books. Um, but I know you were trying to kind of 
get us to 2022 in the end of the year. And I just totally meandered because that's what we do. No, that's okay. Um, uh, I was I was along for the for the meander. So um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we were actually I I started us off on the detour asking about the progress bar, and then that because that originated on Twitter, we started talking about Twitter. Anyway, mm -hmm. so Robbie, it's December 28th here. We're just we've only got a few days left in 2021. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I know that uh, a lot for a lot of people, this is a time of year when they start thinking about what they want to do for the next year in terms of plans or goals or things maybe they want to change about themselves or their lives. And I feel like uh, maybe this is a good time for us to to talk about what we want to do differently on the show next year and maybe kind of th mm. think about how, how our first year of the show has gone, do a kind of little year in review uh, check-in sort of thing. How's that sound? Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, cool. So yeah, um, I'm just <laughs> thinking about like, okay, so what did... Uh, I, I guess, um, do you have, I, I don't know if you, if you do this the way I do. I listen to this show. Um, I'm actually embarrassed to admit that I probably listen to each episode three or four times, um, even outside of the editing process. I'm, mm -hmm. I think it's just part of it is that I like to hear myself explaining my thoughts. It kind of helps concretize things for me sometimes, yeah. um, and remind me about stuff. Um, I've mentioned that before with like an audio diary thing. Um, yeah, uh, where the fuck was I going? <laughs> did, you, did you go back and listen to... Oh, uh, yeah, no. So so I was going to ask you, I'm not sure if you go back and do that, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, I was like, are, do, you, do you have a favorite episode? Ooh, that's tough. Um, I don't know if I do have a favorite episode. And Jordan, yeah, like, I have not gone back and I haven't listened to a good chunk of them simply out of, like, not wanting to hear myself, but I'm realizing after what you just said, like, I think it could be really helpful for me to do that. Um, to maybe kind of hear a little bit of what my thoughts are, because once I've said something, it's generally gone. Right. Mm -hmm. um, unless I write something down on a page, I don't, I mean, I used to do voice memos when I first moved to Vancouver as a kind of a, as a diary. Um, and now I'm realizing yeah, I don't actually, I can't actually give you a favorite episode because so many of them have been so amazing to me. Um, I know there was one where it just felt like we were being kind of jokey. I think it might be the one when you came to visit when it was just like us mm, hanging mm. out on the couch. I really enjoyed that conversation. Um, I feel like the first episode, even though I was so nervous, mm -hmm. um, it was just kind of an opening to me. Yep. And I don't know, it's hard for me to pick a, t a favorite. Um, like there's been so many wonderful conversations this year mm -hmm. with, with us. And then, you know, with people like John, with people like Santina, with people like Leanne. Rina, um, AJ. Rina, AJ. Um, yeah, we've been really fortunate to have folks that are going to spend, that have Dominic? been willing to spend their almost time. forgot Dominic. Dominic. That was a fantastic interview. That was a really good one. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think we've been really fortunate. And Ryan. <laughs> and Ryan Walter Wagner, of course, our unofficial, official show <laughs> photographer and artist, artist in residence, Ryan Walter Wagner. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. Um, I'd like to ask you if you have a favorite one, because you've actually been listening. I to do. I have a few favorites, actually. Um, uh, I, I really like, of course, the first episode, it's it's 
obviously it's very raw and kind of like painful um but i think mm. that obviously that's where its power lies because you know a lot of people uh obviously relate to it it's got sitting right now almost 5500 listens to date um what? yeah i haven't even looked at that oh my goodness yeah uh the first episode so you know a lot of, a lot of people have heard wow. that and a lot of those you know we have i think around 650 listeners that generally check in every week um and so that's you know like 10 percent of the people that listen to that episode decided to stick around and that's pretty cool so um mm -hmm. yeah so so that's that's definitely one of my favorites um i really actually like the second episode too where we kind of mm -hmm. are it's like a little bit of kind of behind the scenes stuff about kind of like us talking about what the podcast could be it's not really a regular episode but i think it's a really fun one in terms of how mm -hmm. light it is um which is very different uh the everything looks like a nail episode i really liked oh, um yeah. where we were kind of talking about like how um you mm -hmm. know it, it's 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 tough sometimes not to pathologize everything about your personality and be like oh this is because i have adhd oh this is because i have trauma oh this mm -hmm. is because blah 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 and mm -hmm. you know all that kind of stuff um and and that so again that's a bit of a lighter one too because there is I feel like there's a lot of humor in that self-reflection um, and, and something that you and I are, I feel like good at is, is we're able to be honest with ourselves and self-reflective like that, but also keep it pretty light. Like it's not, we don't take ourselves super seriously at the end of the day either. Right. Um, and, and so I think that having that uh, was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, uh, the one with Rena, of course, I really liked. She's just, she's been a friend of mine for so long. That was a real, uh, pleasure, that conversation. And, um, you know, especially to kind of like, um, hear about, you know, it, it, she, she was, she had a really, really tough time there. There was like yeah. the double impact of, of the trauma that she went through and the grieving around that. And then through that, figuring out that she had ADHD. And I remember, um, in that conversation, being really surprised that she kind of like she when she got her diagnosis she was like oh this is awesome and just like kind of went with it and there was no kind of like second guessing or reckoning or grieving or blah 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 but you know because she had already been through this this much greater hurdle obviously um mm -hmm. so that that kind of makes sense that like oh well i handled this i can handle adhd too <laughs> Um, the one with Dominic, I really loved, uh, because that was, um, yeah, like I said, I, I really have had such mixed feelings about education and I brought up, I think on the first episode, um, how I destroyed all my old report cards and stuff, uh, mm. from elementary because of like, you know, I loved learning and I loved, uh, uh, creativity and doing stuff with people, but, you know, the, doing it in that environment wasn't really conducive to kind of like getting the best out of me. Um, so that was a really encouraging conversation for, you know, someone that that's able to see both sides of the coin. He's a, a ADHD kid who was diagnosed now as an adult and he's mm -hmm. also an educator. So, you know, I thought his insights into kind of what had, had uh, improved, so to speak, for neurodivergent kids in schools now were really cool. I got to take a sip of tea before I continue. <laughs> Can you tell I really like our show? Yeah, <laughs> I think it's amazing. Uh, the one with John was wonderful, of course. Um, we brought him up a few times since then. Just a really, really fun conversation about um, being a creative professional with ADHD. Um, mm. The hyper focus on the positive episode, us trying to big ourselves up. That one was a mm. lot of fun. 
Um, geez, yeah, the they're all so good. Um, I think the last one I'll say though, uh, yeah, I really liked the Vegas Nerve episode um, because that yeah. was one where I I went in researching for that episode knowing very little beyond that one video that I brought up. Um, that was the only kind of context I had for any of this stuff. So that was a really fun one for me to kind of like learn a bunch of stuff and then go and explain it back. Um, yeah. Wow. So well, now I think I'm going to need to go back and do some active listening <laughs> of all these, like after, after hearing your perspective, because, because like I said, like once I say things and then I don't remember them, I remember them, but maybe not in exactly the way that they were said. And my memory is porous anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I just, I really, hearing you talk about it, I'm like, yeah, we did some cool conversations Absolutely. over the last year. And uh, it's interesting that you bring up, you know, hyper-focusing on the positive in that I just had a therapy session this morning that I'm very fortunate to have access to because of the program in, in at SFU. And um, she was saying, basically, so you've had one kind of negative experience or one piece of feedback that didn't land or happen the way you wanted, but you have 49 positive ones and we're spending all this time with you crying <laughs> about this one thing that didn't work out. And I'm like, oh yeah. So I was actually just writing some of the more positive things down just before we um, started recording today to kind of reflect a little bit, like going through this kind of job search process, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm really lucky in that I set out like what five or six resumes and I've had four interviews. Wow. Um, and that I think is pretty powerful. Um, but I didn't get the results that I wanted. Um, however, I did have an executive director from one of them offer me um, a debrief call. Um, and I know sometimes people will ask for that, but I wasn't going to ask for that over the holidays, right? But she offered right. it to me. So um, I took it. And as it turns out, I was the final two. And the only reason I wasn't selected was because the other candidate just had a more robust history working with um, Indigenous communities and mental right. health. And so it makes sense. It totally makes sense that they would choose that person. And that's not anything I could control. Um, so, you know, I'm just kind of thinking about that like a lot right now because I'm, I'm really trying to kind of reframe uh disappointment and i know rsd is a big part of this like i just feel things so i mean jesus if i if i think shortbread cookies haven't worked out i decide my family hates <laughs> me like that's not rational thought right <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah going through the job search is never an easy process for anybody and i you know i know this particular time in our history is harder than ever right um interviewing on zoom on zoom is weird and i think my therapist did make a really good point that maybe I have bitchy zoom face. Like maybe, <laughs> I don't maybe I don't, so. maybe I don't smile enough. Like with you, I do, but when I'm yeah. nervous, she says, when you're nervous or when you're thinking really deeply, your face kind of shuts down and you get this kind of like unhappy look. And I'm like, well, it doesn't mean that I'm unhappy. I'm just fucking thinking. But for, for I guess for somebody who doesn't know me, they're like, why does why does Robbie hate us? Like we're just interviewing <laughs> her. right? So I don't know. It's all, it's all, grist for the mills, so to speak, right? Like I'm learning uh, and just trying to stay positive about it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, hyper-focusing on the positive doesn't come naturally to me. And it is something I have to actively uh, pursue. And I think that does tie into how I want to kind of approach the show, N not just the show next year, but just kind of life in general of, mm. of really trying to find those positive 
elements to experiences that will um, help expand and help build more resilience and um, help to move forward. Um, just because more than anything, I think, you know, we've been in this gross and grinding uncertainty for two, almost two years. And we're as a species not meant for that. Like we don't know how to deal with it. Our nervous systems are haywire right now. So why not like try to kind of find some, some little morsels of positivity and a possibility within that. Um, and, and hopefully provide some, some support for people that are listening. Um, because yeah, it, it's a hot mess out there. Right. And our governments are not doing their the best that they could to, <laughs> to get us through this. And we have to kind of like support each other as best we can. So that's just kind of my initial thoughts on that of just trying to look for more, look for more beauty. Um, and cause I, I know, uh, yeah, in the winter, especially when the days are shorter, at least here in Canada, you know, if you're elsewhere, then it's the other way around. Maybe you're too hot right now and the days are too long. I don't know, but like right now it's like with the short days and everything, it's really easy to kind of fall into the, to a despondent way of thinking. And I definitely found myself there last week and I'm pulling out of it, but, um, yeah. So it kind of what I, one of the things I'd like to, to do more of next year. I think that's a really good thought. Um, yeah, I, I totally get it. Uh, I'm, you know, the, the negative self-talk is, is probably one of my biggest issues. Um, there's just like, there's just always that little fucking thing chattering away in the back of my head. Um, and so I'm really, I, I recognize that I'm my own worst enemy on that front. Um, and yeah, and that, you know, what's what, where, where I've been largely this year is that like any sort of failure, loss, defeat, whatever kind of framing you want to use has just been like a total, like a, a totally unsurmountable setback. And then on top of that, I've had like also real shit happen this year. And mm -hmm. then, as you said, there's there's this whole COVID thing that that we're all dealing with too. This kind of ambient dread that's that's all around us. Mm -hmm. um, ambient dread. I haven't heard so, you called that yet. It's <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, and and so yeah, just like that's that's definitely been. Uh, I I feel like I've spent the past year as like a being of pure cortisol and I don't want to mm. do that again in 2022. It wasn't fun. Um, and so mm. for me, a lot of that is just like, um, staying on top of the physical stuff, you know, working out every day makes me feel better, blah, blah, blah. But then mm. also just like, just not in a kind of pushing myself and burning out kind of way, but just like I gotta, I, I can't stop. Like, like the the thing that that I the reason I get so mired down every time I'm presented with a setback is because I stop and um, mm. I don't do anything but focus on that, and I don't mm. do anything but like, oh, I'm in this really painful spot because this thing I'd hoped wouldn't happen happened or whatever, um, yeah. and then that's when you know like that the, the stasis that follows that is actually the thing that that fucks me up because you know like so so back in april um when i launched uh my new web store um i didn't do the sales that i was expecting right away and that was like a huge uh uh 
setback for me mentally in my mind. I was like really feeling like, oh, well, I put all this labor in for nothing and blah, blah, blah. But mm. and, and but I, I allowed myself to get hopeless over that stuff and feel defeated. Part of that, of course, was because of everything else going on in my life. But mm -hmm. um, and then um, but but yeah, what I, what I needed to do in that situation was just like keep going and, and keep yeah. listing things and keep selling. And that's what, you know, like I, I've just been I've just been in turbo mode basically November November and December, just like I I don't know that I've done much of anything other than list stuff on, on mm -hmm. my eBay store. But you know, like I have almost seven hundred pieces up now. I've been wow. selling stuff like crazy. I'm out ma mailing packages five days a week and that's good. And that was I'm glad that I'm able to do that now, but that's yeah, it just keeping the momentum going is is the has been the real key there for me, I think. So Yeah. And yeah. I really Yeah, I'm really connecting with what you're saying. It's not so much the bad thing that happens. It's that liminal space in between where you where your attention goes to the despair, right? Um and I can so relate to that because it's like, okay, this thing happened that I wish didn't happen. I wish I was offered this job I really wanted, but it's gone to somebody else. And so rather than move on to the next, I just sit in it. Yep. And and I think it is healthy to some extent to kind of process things. But I think we both kind of do that thing where rather that it goes from process um, to um, paralysis. Dwelling. <laughs> yeah, like where it's just like, that's it. Okay, so... Um, because that didn't work out, then nothing will ever work out and I'm fucked. Um, and I'm just going to end up in a snowbank somewhere with a coyote <laughs> eating my face. And that's the <laughs> end of it. Right. Like, and I know a friend of mine used to say that every time, like that she had, she's like, okay, I go from like, things are not working to getting consumed by a wild animal. Like that's <laughs> like not rational thought. Right. But yeah, I, I, I can, I can so relate to that Jordan because that's, that's that space, right. Where the opportunity is to, to move into something different. But when you're so used to doing that one thing, it's so hard not to, because it's familiar, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, ah, yes, darkness, my old friend, you know? Yep. <laughs> um, and But it doesn't help. And then it just kind of prolongs the suffering, right? Um, and as well, though, you know, with our Buddhist background, he always says, oh, there you go again. This That's not just a second arrow. You're giving yourself a third one too, aren't you? Like, uh, sorry, a second what? A second arrow is a kind of a concept in Buddhist philosophy. Like you can be shot by an arrow once, ow, but where a lot of suffering happens is when you shoot yourself with a second arrow and then a third arrow and you're shooting those arrows into yourself. Like the, the, the thing itself sucks and that's the arrow. But when you do it again and you like keep shooting arrows into yourself, you're prolonging right. that, that suffering that is not necessary. Right. Um, it's, and it's okay to suffer like the pain of it once, but when you've repeatedly, you know, it's the same idea of picking a scab off when it's not ready. Um, but you know, this is like almost like more of an aggressive form of self-harm. Mm. Um, and that was one thing about Buddhism that I really appreciated was that concept of like suffering is often magnified by our, by our response to it. <clears throat> Um, and we don't, we don't have a, we don't have a lot of say in the external world. And I think the last two years have taught us that in like gangbusters, right? Um, we don't have a say in that, but we do have a say in is how we respond to it. 
And I keep reminding myself that. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm probably sounding more articulate about it than I have in a while because just because I just had a therapy session this morning <laughs> and she was like really helping me because I was in tears this morning because I was like, I had another interview on the 13th with a great organization I have profound respect for. I thought it went really well. They said, well, we'll let you know something on Monday. And here we are on the 28th, almost two weeks later, and I haven't heard anything. And it's like, that really sucks. Like, you know, like a one-line email after the lovely conversation we had would have been meaningful to me. Um, but, and I can see my, I can feel it in my voice. I can feel the upset coming back. But that, that again, is not anything I have any agency over. Yeah. It was an organization led by some people that are incredibly busy and involved in multitudes of things. It's the Christmas holidays. It's a pandemic. Um, any Anything. Anybody on that team could be sick right now. I don't even know, right? But um, all I have control over is like kind of bringing myself back up after that and looking at the positive aspects of it, reflecting on the fact that, yes, I haven't even sent out that many resumes and I'm getting interviews and that's pretty great. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's... Staying out of the paralysis, moving into more possibility. Look at us being all positive. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I, I guess, uh, yeah, I guess maybe maybe um, since we're kind of talking about what we're looking at maybe doing differently, um, I will talk about something else that I was planning to talk about a week ago or so, and then I decided to give myself until uh, after the Christmas holidays for it. Um, but yeah, one thing that we're going to be doing differently uh, going forward in the new year, just a few days from now, mm -hmm. um, is going to be I'm going to start hosting a online co-working space on Twitch. Um, mm -hmm. So my plan right now is to do 7 to 11 a.m. Mountain Time five days a week. Uh, so yeah, just be running Pomodoros and doing my work. Um, if you want to pop in there and, and hang out and do some Pomodoros and get some work done. That's, I think, uh, something that, that I, uh, I I hope that community members will find useful. I hope that some of the people that like this show will be able to pop in there and hang out and get some work done. And, you know, maybe we can chit chat a little bit too. Who knows? So, yeah. I love that you've um, stepped up to do that, Jordan. I think it's so amazing. Do you think anyone needs to know who maybe isn't familiar what a Pomodoro is? Do you want to do sure. a quick refresher? Yeah, um, so Pomodoro is basically you're doing uh, these little kind of dedicated work sessions where you're working for an interval and then you take a quick break. Um, but uh, usually 25 and 5 minutes. I tend to do 30s and 5s. I just like 30 more. Um, and yeah, uh, so it's just basically a, a time management kind of productivity technique. Um, it also helps to use that, at least for me, um, in conjunction with kind of task chunking where you take a job and break it down into all the mm. little sub jobs. And then that combined with the Pomodoro, usually it's like you can knock out one or two sub tasks during each one. Um, and then it, it feels a little bit less like I'm kind of jumping around to different things all the time, um, which is mm. kind of part of, part of how I work, not how I want to work, but definitely mm. part of how I work. Um, and yeah, and, and for those who don't know what Twitch is, that's an <laughs> online uh, a streaming platform. So people mostly play games on there, but they do all kinds of stuff. There's a, a heavy metal guitarist from Montreal that I follow who does a really cool show where he just wow. takes requests from like 80s thrash records and then he'll just put the record on and play along with the whole thing. And yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff going on on there. So um, yeah, and then uh, I'm also, I've got a Discord server put together too for our patrons. 
Um, so if you want to come in, that's kind of like uh, kind of like Slack for gamers. Um, it's a little mm -hmm. bit cooler than Slack, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, so I'll be sending that link out uh, tomorrow, which, well, I guess today when you're hearing this, um, all the patrons <laughs> will have a place where they can hang out and uh, and and just uh, say how much they love having ADHD or whatever's on your <laughs> mind. So, yeah. Um, so patrons check out that and uh, everybody else uh, watch the Twitter for uh, the Twitch, which is going to be on my my personal one, which is twitch.tv slash the fresh eye. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you can check that out. Amazing, Jordan. Aww. See? Exactly <laughs> amazing thing. I said amazing again. I hate it when I do that. I so what? Um, I, 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 I would not have even noticed that tick until you pointed it out. It's one of those words, the way that it rolls off my tongue. Once I say it once, I tend to say it like another five times in the next two minutes. I don't know why. <laughs> sometimes when I'm writing too, same thing. It's just some words just have that impact, I guess. Um, that's so great. And you know, we are going to also move in the new year to, I think we, do we agree that a minimum of once a month we'll have somebody on the show? Um, I would like to. Would, yeah. Yeah. I, I would, I would like to have a guest by once a month, uh, if not more. Um, just cause yeah, as much as it's fun, well, you know what, I'm not even gonna, I'm not trying to put down the episodes where it's just you and I, cause I actually think that these are really valuable and fun too. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I just love having other people's perspectives and yeah. either getting to meet new people or getting to know people who I kind of know uh, in, in a lot more intimate capacity. It's a, it's a really, really great um, connective kind of, dare I say, healing experience every time. So, mm, yeah. I think it is definitely healing, Jordan. And I also think something I've really come to understand towards the end of this year is how limited my worldview can be sometimes. And that talking to other people who would have a completely different experience in their ADHD and from completely different backgrounds and that kind of thing helps me to kind of be able to expand my perspective as well. Um, because something that I've been kind of considering, you know, this is a year for me of this discovery, is um, what are some other ways that I can um, be my most whole self um, with this? And, and considering like tapering off the medication over time. And that's not something I'm going to do in my past way of where I would just, you know, burn everything and just say, fuck it. And like throw out the pills. I'm not doing that. They help me. Um, but it's just something I can see for once in my life, a little bit further down the road and 10 years from now, I, I would like to not need them. I would like to have another kind of set of tools that I'm using, um, and, you know, that's why Rena's episode was really exciting for me, too, because um, mm. she she manages it in her own way without medication. Um, and I also understand that within this whole spectrum of ADHD, there are a multitude of different ways of, of going about it. So that's something I want to really look at in the in the year coming up, too. Like, what are some things I can do? Um, but also just being incredibly grateful that I have access to the medication I need for now um, to kind of get me where I need to to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just feel kind of okay in my body. That was the other thing my therapist said today. She's like, you are so in your, you're not in your body. Mm. She's like, you're up here all the time. You're always in your head and you need to like get like down into your body more. Um, so yoga. <laughs> that's, that's definitely part of where the, the daily exercise stuff comes in for me is, is not only burning off a little bit of energy right at the top of the day, but also, yeah, just kind of like 
moving my muscles around uh, uh, and yeah, and, and just like getting into my body before my brain is, but before that little nattering man that I talked about earlier has mm. woken up. So <laughs> the nattering man can sleep in a little bit more. While yes, you're... exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I have been doing some exercises that the physiotherapist uh, gave me, but I can't get back on weights yet until my arm is a little bit more healed. It's still a little bit angry, um, but I could still be doing other things. I could be stretching on the yoga mat, going for more walks. It's actually kind of cool on Christmas Eve, was it? No, Christmas Day. I don't even remember what day is it. Uh, <laughs> I think it was Boxing Day. We went for a walk down to the water and it was really cold, right? But then like walking back up the hill, I could really feel my lungs like mm. kind of burning a little bit. Like I was exerting energy and that was a nice feeling. I felt good after that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I've like I said, I set up my standing desk recently, and um, one thing that I've noticed is my like standing all day but not moving is like I don't know. I feel like I'm more sore like mm-hmm. than 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 yeah. But basically, I if if I'm if I'm having a standing desk day, I have to go out and get out for a walk for like an, an hour or something, mm-hmm. um, just to get my hips literally moving in their sockets because I'm just like shifting my weight foot to foot all day long in front Mm -hmm. of the laptop. Um, and, and yeah. And so if I don't go out and get that done, like my hips are so sore. Yeah. I feel you you just choke or something. No, it's just like a little burp and I'm hoping in the mic didn't pick it up. I was like drinking my tea and I was like, sorry. (laughs) Oh boy. Good times. Um, there's this one podcast that I listened to and, I, it's a great show. I'm not going to name names because I'm not saying a, a nice thing right now. But one of the hosts drinks seltzer all the time and he always has these little burps and he excuses himself every time. And he never burps into the mic, but it's just like, just drink something that's not carbonated for the fucking hour you're doing your show, dude. Right. Like, this isn't that complicated. That would be pretty straightforward. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anytime I drink anything bubbly, I'm like, how did that burp even come out of my body? Like, I burp so loud when I do that. So I just don't drink bubbly drinks. For the most part. I love bubbly drinks. Oh, every now, now, every now and then, like a, like a, what's that stuff called? Uh, it's Coke. like, no, not Coke. It's like cream, <laughs> cream soda. That oh, was yeah, like yeah, a yeah. big thing when I was a kid and I've seen it kind of making a comeback. It's like super duper sweet, but. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, cream soda is one of the few things uh, along with caramel corn that I do find like too sweet. And especially like, you know, the, the, the crush version or whatever is already going to be totally sugar bomb, yeah. but then the like craft soda versions are often like even more <laughs> like it's, it's, it's like, it's like drinking a bottle of syrup. <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah. No, I, and I don't even like as much sweet stuff, like, especially not like on the day to day at Christmas, I tend to kind of like whatever. <laughs> yep. Just like, um, and that's the other thing too. I do. Yeah. I want to be moving my body more. And I think I've said that before, but, um, eating well, I, but I don't think that that's a real issue. I think for me, it's just more like mindless eating. Mm, like yeah. a, we're, our, we, we buy good food and we don't have garbage lying around the house or anything, but it's just like when I make my lunch, like I'm just setting it down and then looking at the screen and just like eating it, I'm not really experiencing the food. And I know on a rational level, the best thing to do is sit at the table and eat your lunch. Maybe that's like one thing that I could do for myself is just like eat my lunch at the table instead of you know doing it here but the birds so here's the other thing (laughs) is that the way that i have my laptop set up right now it's like you know set towards the balcony so i can see all these birds and i've been putting these little suet cakes out for them and yesterday 
I literally, like, there was, like, the northern flicker, there was the chickadees, there was the finches, there was sparrows, there was crows. Like, the list just went on and on. I was like, every bird in the neighborhood is on this balcony today. Holy shit. And that's wonderful. I love having access to that, you know. Um, but I don't know if I'll see it as much sitting over there. I probably can. You've been here, Jordan. I'll be able to see the birds from the table. I think so. Um, <laughs> and and if I can if I can do a real callback to I don't know a very early episode. Um, I brought up something at some point that my therapist told me about eating with your hands, and that's another one where um, you know I, obviously we're getting into soup season here, so I don't know how feasible that's going to be for you. Mm-hmm. But if if you just like eat with your hands and as often as possible, then you you are really kind of engaging with your food more, but also you can't sit on the computer or your phone for that time because your hands are covered in avocado or whatever you're eating. Ah. So <laughs> That's a good point. My keyboard actually needs cleaning. <laughs> um, but that's just from like crackers. Like I'll just have crackers yeah. and just be like, and then there's the salt and all the stuff. That everywhere. was uh, something that I actually did do over mm-hmm. the Christmas break was pop every single key off my mechanical keyboard and get all the crumbs and grime and hair and shit out of there and then put them painstakingly all back on. And that was a pain in the ass, but I'm very, very glad I did it. So what about canned <laughs> air? Is canned air okay to use? Because I remember that oh, yeah, job, yep. like having the canned air. It was like somebody was always like hoarding the canned air. Like you had to like go and get it from them because they were like. Yeah, yeah. no, it's it's <laughs> totally good to use that stuff. I tend to save that just because it's expensive. Uh, I really only use that on my tower, my mm-hmm. keyboard. I just kind of whack to get the dust out. So, <laughs> yeah. but that's why I take the caps off. So, yeah, like this one is, you know, just like the little Mac one or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have like super deep, but I can see that there's some crackers and eyelashes and things in there <laughs> the thing with those ones is just because they got the off-white keys it's really more about washing the keycaps i feel like with those oh yeah okay <clears throat> i will i will make a, a habit of doing that or this is like because we are we are getting into that you know like how do you want the next year to look and like but i also want to kind of point to the fact that just sort of making like sweeping generalizations or sweeping pronouncements of like whatever thing you're going to do, like everyone tends to get that resolute attitude around this time of year. And then by February, people are on to something else. But um, yeah, no, I, I, those, those almost always end in defeat for me. Uh, so I rarely make resolutions. It's just kind of like, yeah, uh, not, not so much resolving, but just mm-hmm. ha- having at least, at least taking a little bit of time to think about this stuff and, and, and do a little bit of like, you know, for lack of a better word, goal planning or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, yeah, re- resolution just like, it sounds so, there's this kind of finality to it that I don't care for, um, mm. but more more like using it like a like a, a North Star to keep walking towards. <laughs> I love that, North Star to keep walking towards. And you just reminded me, Jordan, of, um, you know, the project with the SFU Community Capacity mm-hmm. Building that is... Um, I don't know if I've talked about it on the show yet, but wanting to kind of build a community for people, um, adult diagnoses specifically. And we are looking at BC and Alberta to begin with, because that's where we are. Um, But SFU will provide kind of micro grants for um, a hybrid event or something where we start to bring together community partners and and people from the community and building like peer-led support resources, um, very much like a lot of what Santina has done in her, in her career. Um, 
And that's something that's a North Star for me is to like by January 21st, I have to because I've been selected to go to the second round, we've been selected to go to the second round of the competition to get a small amount of funding for it. Um, so when I'm thinking about that, like that's that's something that's a goal, right? Like, mm -hmm. at least get that proposal finished is a goal, right? Um, and then hopefully be offered the opportunity to give more detail. Um, and, and the other goal being like building more community partnerships. So I'll just say it out here. If there's anyone in BC from, from the um, ADHD community, people working within the mental health sector that would like to talk about it, yeah, you know where to find us if you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> I hope that doesn't sound too pitchy, but yeah, it's just like you just reminded me of that. Like mm -hmm. I've been in this negative spiral for two days and completely forgot about this delicious idea and project that we have, you know. And and that, you know, they you you've already gotten the sign off they think is interesting enough that you made it past the first vetting round. So Yeah. Gotta remember that, right? Mm -hmm. Um that that it is that it, it is a thing right now and you know we've talked about it on the show before but i think a lot of people are getting diagnosed in the last two years just because they're starting to realize um that the way that they move in the world is different than their peers or their family mm -hmm. right um but the resources have not kept pace with that and it hasn't been tracked well enough because it's hard to track um and yeah i, I know that there just isn't enough accessible um uh community you know, aside from online around this. And I, that would, I would love to be able to build more of that, right? Like to have more of that whole space for that. Um, yeah. Cause it's lonely out there. It's hard, mm -hmm. you know, definitely. Um, and you know, things like, like, uh, I was talking about the discord earlier. There, there are things like that. Um, you know, there's lots of, lots of other, uh, uh, ADHD or neuro, divergence-oriented uh, discords or mm -hmm. subreddits and all that kind of stuff out there. Um, lots of free resources for people to... Yeah, let me try that again. Lots of free resources for people to check out. Look how well I enunciate. You're when amazing. I, you know, spend time thinking about <laughs> the word that I'm shaping with my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> and and I should point out too that there are, there are um, a pretty good um, selection of online resources available to folks. It's just, you know, here in BC, like the... There's just not a lot for adult um, diagnoses, uh, in terms of like more kind of formalized, um, support groups or any of that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, but yeah, there is definitely, you know, I'm, and, uh, Dusty is definitely, um, one of my favorite Twitter folks, even though I haven't taken any of her courses and yeah, there, there's, there are resources. Um, it's just like adding to that, being part of that community and yeah, pretty, pretty exciting, like pretty amazing to think that, just over a year ago, I was like, okay, I have ADHD. Now the fuck what? Like, what am I <laughs> and then you're like, hey, <laughs> want to start a podcast? I was like, what? Okay. Yeah. And I think it's turned out pretty well so far. Um, actually, and speaking of which, now, now that I've got a good segue to insert this, one thing I wanted to mention earlier was uh, the listeners' top five episodes of the podcast oh. by uh, amount of plays. Uh, so at number one, of course, is the first episode. Um, yeah, a lot of people obviously checking that out. Uh, number two, uh, AJ Candy, ADHD in the work environment. I think that that was mm. a really interesting uh, show as well. And obviously a lot of the stuff specifically about office environments and work. I, I think that this shows that that stuff is really kind of in demand. Um, and, you know, that's also maybe why 
I feel like you're always kind of apologizing for talking about work on the show, but Mm. I've never heard anyone complain about it. So maybe (laughs) that's like, you know, a real concern for a lot of other people too, is is all the kind of, you know, office stuff that we talk about. Um, RSD, uh, number three, mm. uh, that uh, RSD kind of had, I feel like it's internet moment this year. Uh, a lot of people talking about it at once, which was awesome. Mm. Really kind of, uh, getting, getting the word out and, uh, another, it's another subject. I think that when people get newly diagnosed there, that that's one of the things where they're like, Oh, like, and, and again, I'm, I'm speaking from my own experience, but also from what I've heard some other people say is like, from the emotional regulation standpoint, like, oh, now I understand why I fly off the handle sometimes. And like, because that's, that's a hard thing not to, if not discipline yourself about, at least judge yourself about, Mm -hmm. because nice people don't yell, like nice people don't get fucking mad about stupid shit that's completely inconsequential. Like, (laughs) but, but I know that I'm a nice person, but sometimes I fly off the handle about stupid shit. So, oh my gosh, how do I hold this contradiction in my head? Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so, so I think that the RSD one was popular for that reason. Um, the second one was our fourth most popular episode. Uh, again, that's a lighter one, but I think it's mm. probably second most popular just because it's the second one. Mm. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then the first mini-sode uh, that I did about noise was the mm. fifth most. But again, I think that that is also, it was the f- first mini-episode we did. So I think that that's largely just by virtue of uh, 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 proximity to the start <laughs> right like people discover us and then they just start kind of going through yeah exactly that's totally, wow that's so cool wow that we like we have like this top five it's just, it's, <laughs> i just feel pretty pretty delighted about that you it's know? a cool feeling yeah you know mm-hmm. that, that folks are out there listening and that our conversations are resonating and uh, people are feeling a little less isolated uh in this weird and wacky world that we're living in right now mm-hmm. um that just seems to be you know, I was surprised that the Groundhog Day again episode didn't didn't rank in the top five because I figured that was like, <laughs> you know, whatever. Do you mean, do you mean for me or for the listeners? For the listeners, um, just because I I don't know. I guess I I guess I guess that a lot of people would just be feeling that sort of like sameness around that time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but well, we're all just doing our best, right? Just do what you can and. Yep. Keep on keeping on, you know. I just realized too that Spotify says we can put up videos. I think maybe now that um, your background is kind of sorted out, and even, <laughs> and even though I have this weird wire on the wall that I can, I totally have been fixating on because I need to put a plant in front of that. Um, and if we're up to it, maybe we can put that up. Yeah, I mean, you know, I didn't shower or shave yet, and I actually just finished working out before I got on this call. Um, but, you know, you can't tell that I'm a sweaty mess on camera, I don't think. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> you look pretty Maybe styling. Will. Honestly, the, the thing that I worry about the most, and of course I'm fucking completely dooming myself here just by saying it, is like anytime, anytime anyone posts a picture of themselves or a video with visible book spines in the background, it's just like, it's so fun. And I do this too, just to open it up at full res and just be like, what weird fucking books does this guy have? And I know I'm going to get that. And I have some weird fucking books on my shelves. So <laughs> I love that actually. Now and now I'm going to, oh, hey, maybe once we like hang up, we'll be like zooming in on your books. Yeah. Like what's he got back there anyway? Because you can kind of see some of the ones here because we've got like the two shelves set up on the other side of the room or whatever. Yeah, you've got it on enough of an angle though that unless it has like a really 
distinct spine that someone recognizes, you generally can't see what the title is. So hmm. anyway, I mean, if we we're up to it, we can put it up there, but we don't have to either. No, I, I, I'm just fooling around. That's I'm fine with that. Um, so yeah, so I guess maybe that's another thing for the new year video. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like my, I guess one, my one pod, I will, I am going to put out a resolution. Here's, here's my podcast resolution for 2022 is to update the fucking Patreon every week and be consistent about it and, or not, and not every week, but when I put an episode out, because that's often like, I ju I'll just forget about it and then I'll dump like five episodes on there weeks later and, you know, mm. there's not bonus content, so it doesn't really matter that much. But I feel like, you know, uh, I feel like I, I at least owe our patrons that much. <laughs> Do we ever put but up our essays we, that we both no. wrote? Maybe that, no, that's, that's another thing that, yes, uh, there's there's a lot of things that we uh, we, we should be doing here. So, mm. um, you know what? Here's another resolution. I want to do more writing in 2022. Yeah, me I don't, too. I had a real hot streak at the start and then like mid-February dropped off really hard. So, yeah, I haven't been either. And I realized that, that that is part of my well-being and it has been for many years. And men, people will tell me like when you're writing more, you're better. Like you just mm. you just are calmer. Um, and there is a process that goes with writing, especially if you want to put it out there into the world anywhere other than a blog and that you're going to get feedback and that's going to be challenging. But um, yeah, I'm that's that's one for me too, Jay, like get myself back onto the onto the page again. I've been doing morning pages more consistently, you know, just doing those morning brain dumps, but not, not anything kind of formal. I mean, I do have a small writing contract in early January doing some, nice. some accessibility content, but, um, that's, you know, that's writing for hire. That's like, here, I did this thing. Here's your invoice. Bye. Not bye. Yeah. <laughs> Not bye because it's somebody I have a lovely working relationship with, but yeah, like it's, um, piecemeal writing. piecemeal. Yeah. Um, God, I'm doing that thing. Isvaldo always makes fun of me when I do this. He calls it the furrow. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm not getting the gigs because I'm like this. But I, I actually just changed my screen because traditionally I have myself like minimized because I don't like to see myself. Mm -hmm. But I'm putting it this way while we're recording today kind of as practice. Because mm. I, that's something the therapist suggested is to see myself more on screen um, because I've been not seeing myself. And so I'm not... Um, showing up in a way that I would in an ordinary conversation because I think that I can't see myself. And so I probably do have bitchy Zoom face, <laughs> right? So just, yeah, something to kind of think about when, when I send all the files your way. It's like weird. And then when we put it up on the World Wide Web, <laughs> everybody can see the inside of our houses. Me and my wires and you and your wild and weird books. Mm -hmm. And my, my big hanging mic. <laughs> yeah, I actually changed my mic over to here now, and I think the sound—I tested it before, and the sound quality is pretty good. Uh, nice. And yeah, because before it was like I couldn't get close enough to like be comfortable, and then I was hunching, and that's contributing to my spinal issues. So. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I know we're coming up on an hour. Is there other things mm -hmm. that we should be adding to this? We covered a lot oh. today. Yeah, we did. We had a good little kind of year-end roundup. Um, it was a good chat. I'm trying to think of if there's if there's anything else that I had in terms of plans that i wanted to talk about or or whatnot for the show or anything else but i don't really think so <laughs> okay yeah. yeah i don't i don't think so 
Um, but yeah, thank you so much to everyone who's listened to the show this year. Thank you, of course, to everyone who has subscribed to the show on Patreon. Uh, you can check that out over at patreon.com slash holy shit, I have ADHD if you want to be one of those people. Um, and thank you especially to everyone that has come onto our show the past year as a guest. Uh, yeah, obviously, um, we find those conversations really valuable, and I think that our listeners do too. And you just went totally mouth agape for a second there. What is outside of your window, Robbie? Oh my god, it's a great northern flicker, and they're the most majestic fucking birds. I can't even cope. I'm <laughs> sorry, Jordan. I didn't mean to distract you. He's so pretty, but they're really shy, so if you move, they fly away. But he's like, I did not get distracted. I was just, it was a very uh, open, it was a very open mouth. <laughs> oh, it's just like, they're such a gorgeous bird. And I'm just always feel so like lucky when they land on the balcony because they're so pretty, but they're really skittish. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yes, absolutely. What Jordan said, like all the folks that have come on and spent their, their time with us to talk to us about their experiences, everybody who's like signing up on uh, Patreon. I know we've got a couple new folks. And there's somebody mm -hmm. that we'll give a proper shout out to in, an, in a future episode <clears throat> who also happens to be from my hometown of London, Ontario. Um, and my little sister is going to come pay him a visit because she's there. Um, and um, there was another person as well. So, yeah, lots of lots of folks are starting to kind of uh, support us, which we really appreciate. And just, mm -hmm. you know, just listening, subscribing really helps. Leaving comments and reviews, that stuff helps because the algorithms go, ooh, people are listening to this. And, you know, more people will have access i'm I, mm -hmm. am i making any sense i think so okay anyway um yeah one more thing about spotify there uh i saw recently i don't know if this is maybe only on mobile or only on the states but i don't see it on my desktop app but apparently spotify does now have podcast ratings um i believe maybe only on the mobile app or maybe only for americans but mm -hmm. um check out our podcast on on your spotify app and if you can uh leave a rating for it do so and of course we would love if it was a you know a five star rating but uh honesty is the best policy mm -hmm. it's not give us five stars <laughs> yes <laughs> anyway we really appreciate you and just you know hang in there and hyper focus on the positive when you can and the rest of the time just take naps and drink lots of water <laughs> yeah stay hydrated and uh, we'll see you all next year if you enjoyed holy shit i have adhd subscribing to and reviewing it on your podcast platform of choice helps more neurodivergent folks find us as does following and promoting the show on social media a full list of platforms is on our anchor page at anchor.fm forward slash holy shit i have adhd while you're there why not leave us a voicemail you can also share your thoughts on this episode or your own adhd experiences with us at you guessed it holy shit i have adhd at gmail.com or via our social media pages in the episode notes bye for now and hyper focus on the positive <laughs>